The Leadership Line, a podcast that covers everyday work issues. From dealing with jerks at work to feeling burnt out, Tammy and Scott's experience, along with their different perspectives, help listeners grow, examine realistic options and alternatives, and identify those actionable solutions to the tough issues we face every day at work. Today, we have a question from our partner, Denise, and she asked, are all organizational problems people problems or are some organizational problems system slash process problems? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Stop recording the podcast now. Drop the mic. There's the answer. <laughs> the answer is yes. There is a piece about that, in, though, in all honesty, that sometimes we get them confused. And I think, um, Scott, is it QBQ? John Miller? who actually says, before you blame the person, look at the process? Sure. I, I, don't, I don't remember. Um, but one of the pieces in that is we oftentimes go to the question, who? Right? So we have a problem, who did that? And that is um, a culture of blaming. And that's a culture of pointing fingers. And there are situations where people respond and do things because the system, the process that's kind of where we're pointing them and directing them. And that causes issues. And so there are situations where we end up having people problems because the system, the process is causing that issue. And I think what's, I think what's interesting is I typically believe it's a little of both and it's always both. Always. That's a very big word. Now I'll double dog dare all of our podcast listeners to prove me wrong. Um, <laughs> I love, I love that. So, cause so you know, it, that's a big word. So you deserve I, it. I know it's totally fine. So when I think about it, people, people will say, well, um, this isn't working. Okay. Well, what's not working. We're not getting this result or we're producing bad product or our customer is un, unhappy and you know, Bob didn't do it right. Jane didn't do it right. Okay. Well, we didn't train them. Well, is it you didn't train them or you didn't train them well? That's a process problem. Or you get to a scenario where you have a team of 10 and one isn't performing and you narrow it down. It's like, nope, this is really unique. And this person is just wrong fit, wrong person. It's a person problem. No, it's a hiring and placement problem. So it might be a people problem. It still is rooted in a somewhere in a process. I firmly believe every scenario, it is a little of column A and a little of column B. Oh, I hate you. I You have no idea how much at this moment I actually hate you. Uh, there is some logic in what you just said, and I do not want to agree with you. Are there scenarios where it's like, ooh, that's 95% process or 95% people? Sure, of course. I, would, I don't know that I'd ever say it's 50-50, but I do firmly believe there are. it is something rooted in both. So a piece of this, if we take out the fact that we made the wrong hire, okay? So let's just, let's just set that one aside for just a moment, okay? And that that's process. So we can have the rest of this conversation. Oh, okay. Sounds great. <laughs> All right. So if we set aside that piece... You know, one of the things, Scott, that that we often talk about is, okay, we have an employee and this is, let's say, let's call this employee Courtney, just because it's fun today. 
Oh, yeah. All right. And we have an employee named Courtney who we are having an issue with. And Courtney is not doing what we want her to do when we want her to do it, how we want her to do it. If we, as a leader, okay, don't follow our process of helping Courtney understand what it is that we need, ensuring that Courtney has the training and development that she deserves to be able to do this successfully, that she doesn't have the time, we haven't given her the time to kind of try these things on, and that we haven't given her the tools, right, those four T's, then in in all honesty, we followed our system and Courtney is not improving, okay? Then the question in that is, is the system robust enough to address the issue, our system, those four T's, or is Courtney the issue? And Scott, what's fun for me is the fact that we use those four T's for years, but there's really a couple extra things that we actually should look at. It's not just those four T's. What are the other two? Does the individual have clarity about what's expected? And uh, are you giving them feedback, course correcting along the way? And then I think, assuming you're doing that, then it really is, it's an accountability conversation. And I think that's, again, we can have a process, but if the process doesn't get us there, okay? So let's say we've done all of that, but reality is we've never really ensured that this person knew what it was that we needed. We never put in, hey, if this doesn't move forward, we here's kind of what's going to happen in that spot. So there weren't rewards and or consequences for changing those behaviors. I mean, there's a bunch of things that we can have a process, but if the process sucks, you know, if it doesn't really address it, then that's not going to get better. Okay. And I think one of the things, even to go back to your original argument, which I'm not really happy with, but I think does make sense, (laughs) is this piece that before we blame a person, before we actually take action because that person is quote unquote a problem. I think what we really have to do is look and say, do we have a system for responding to this individual? Is that system robust? Have I gone through that system? And if at the end of all of that, we still have an issue, then it is a person problem in that spot. However, It's not that our system didn't work. Our system did. We just have someone that this is not the right place for them, the right position for them, the right culture for them, whatever that piece is. And it's really about we have to hold the mirror up to ourselves to say, well, how have I contributed to that? Have I done my work before you point fingers? And that's in everything. And that's not even leader follower. That's in every circumstance. XYZ just happened before I get all riled up about everybody else. How did I contribute to that? What's my learning lesson? Start with looking in the mirror. I think that's a great point, Scott. And and it's it's leadership and self-deception. I love them. Am I in the box? And what, what do I have to do to understand where, where I am and how I contributed to that? I do think we are in a culture right now where the first reaction is, it's not me, it's them. Oh, very much so. Yeah. 
And I truly believe that if you want to grow, if you want to level up, if you want to be the best version of you, you start with me. How did I contribute? What can I do differently? What's my learning lesson? Inside of that, if you are not looking in the mirror first, you will continue to have those same problems because you haven't learned your lesson yet. And there's, there's an element of this also as an individual it's how did I contribute? And then I, I think it's uh, Cy Wakeman talks about, well, how did you help? Before you go blame, how did you help? And are you taking ownership about your part or are you saying, oh, yep, I'll just, I'll just wait, you know, Tammy, go ahead, give me your apology. And I'm just going to sit there and say, yep, yep, you're right. Yep, you should apologize. And I'm not going to step up and say, hey, here's how I contributed to that. Or gosh, I jumped to a conclusion or oof. That situation sounds painful. How can I step in? Do you know, Scott, you just said something, and I actually didn't know that that was a Cy Wakeman point, but I it just hit me. I mean, literally, as you said that, because I have always been this believer that said, how did I contribute? I actually like the second thought. Now, how can I help? Mm-hmm. How can I make it better? Yeah. What's the outcome that we're going for? And how do I, can I contribute in a positive way to still getting to that outcome? Yeah. That's really kind of a wonderful one-two punch. What did I do to get us here? How did I contribute? And I'm not happy with that. And now that we're here, what is my opportunity to move it to where I want it to go in a positive and contributing, you know, soul lifting way that is really i need to digest that a lot i've not thought that thought before as she talks about it the example i always remember from it's one of her talks somewhere talked about you know her staff was complaining about it and it didn't do this or it didn't do that and she just stopped them and said how what have you done to help saying yeah you can it's oh you can blame them but what did you do to step in and support. It becomes this personal belief system and personal action steps about, okay, it's a bad situation. How am I gonna, how am I gonna step in and do something about it? I am absolutely laughing. I've read every single one of her books. I've seen her um, two or three times in person. I love Sai. I think she is yeah. a, a rock star. And I cannot believe that I missed this message. So isn't it interesting how even when you are immersed in reading and in learning stuff that some things don't hit until they hit, right? Mm -hmm. So I love the fact that you brought that up. And it is this thing. She has another phrase, BMW, right? Bitch, moan, and whine. And maybe that's that thing is when you find yourself in, in the BMW, in that spot where you are complaining and looking at others and like seeing that in a really negative way. It's like, yep. And what are you doing to make it better? Yes. Okay. And so in that case, it's not even that we're in, you know, that I did something necessarily. It's just, you're looking at that situation over there and you're saying that sucks. And what are you going to do to make it better? Okay. Somebody has to step up. If you don't like it, why not you? You're, you're somebody. (laughs) (laughs) I think you are. right? And, and we have this tendency and I think that's hysterical. And we can see that even inside of organizations. Well, look at that situation over there. And we want to say, make a leader, do something about that. Get that leader and to take, take, take care of it. 
toxic work environment is a perfect example. We have an employee over there who's stirring the pot and making it uncomfortable. And they're like, leader, go do something. Hey, why leader? You're seeing it. You're in that moment. Say, guys, this isn't appropriate. We're not going to fill in the blank. And folks will say, that's not my job. No, it is. Step up, step into it. It is. You have the right and the authority as a human being to say that behavior is not okay. I'm excited to see what the people of LinkedIn think about this topic. Is it a people problem or is it a process problem? Be sure to check out our upcoming posts on LinkedIn and we can talk about that. As always, feel free to reach out to us with any questions or topics for upcoming episodes. You can find our contact info in the podcast description box. We'll see you next week.